Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Friday and welcome to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment it's another beautiful day in the neighborhood mm. mm-hmm. my leaves are all gone I'm very excited would you rake them or pay someone to blow them or what oh, I get a fall cleanup guy take care of all that stuff I did cut my plants back a little bit you cut them back I got them back you know we had a landscaper landscaper come out to our house this summer, and he uh, what are, what are, what are the plants I'm talking about here? Uh, These are the ones that, that no 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 they they like bloom and then they hydrate no not hydrangeas uh, but they bloom hostas and then they they give birth and then they reproduce Whoa. and there's what more happened? and more yeah and more. they just they take over your entire like yard Do they? yeah okay but yeah you've got to split them you got to split them it's a whole thing but I I'm hate not getting daylilies don't get those oh. He told us to prune those right about now, almost to the ground. Yeah. And now we we had hostas at our at our last estate, and we never touched them, (laughs) Um, except in the fall we or in the spring we would come through and just pull off all the dead uh, little sticks that grow up, whatever Mm -hmm. the hell they're called. But uh, we were like looking at them like, man, we just paid for these plants, and now you're telling us to murder them. To the ground. That's what I do with all mine, too. All my flowers and everything, they just go, you know, I mean, I leave a few inches on them. Sure. And then they just come back really miraculously. It's unbelievable. Isn't it amazing that, and and we all are desensitized because we've lived here for at least several years, all three of us. The fact that vegetation springs back to life in, in the spring. Is yeah. insane. When you look outside this winter during the coldest day where you just hear, and it's negative 40 degrees outside, and just know that life will spring back. And it's a marvel that we overlook every year. It's just insanity that the freeze doesn't kill it once and for all. <laughs> it's true. It's I always, and the animals, I think about where they go. I think about, the yeah, me too, do birds, they go? Fish, fish come back like they just what do they do hibernate and they then, go down under the in the depths of the water but how do they i don't know do they eat do they sleep the whole time are it's they hibernating weird. under there i don't know like what about just a like a, a beaver where's it going this winter the deer where do they go how do they where survive do the, the winter i mean because yeah, they can't hibernate they underground can't, they don't they burrow, burrow in a hole no yeah and i get it they have fur but still, 
It's cold. Like, I wear a coat outside and I'm cold. What does their temperature get to? Do you think that they get super uncomfortable where they're looking at each other like, oh, dear. Here we go. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. But do you think that they sense the cold, the deep, deep cold? Do any of them freeze to death? Can they die of hypothermia? I think think they die of starvation. Oh, I hate this. Let's not (laughs) talk about it. You don't like how we're starting our Friday show? That's why hunting is good because, you know, it thins the herd so that there isn't as much competition for food. Survival of the fittest. Mm-hmm. Hunting weekend, by the way, big hunting weekend. Is this hunting this weekend? Is the, uh, deer this is deer opener. This weekend. No way! Oh, it's like the what do you call it? The widows, the deer widows widow weekend. ladies. Yeah, the you deer know. widow ladies. That's what the hell is going on? No, they do events like because widows women, weekend. A lot of women. And, yeah, and then they do like women. Oftentimes, radio stations, especially, would do promotions where it's ladies weekend. Oh. You know, let's go see some strippers. Oh, oh, oh Donna. Yeah, Donna. the from Down Under guys. Oh, no, Thunder, the Thunder from, from Down, Down Under. Under. Yeah. yeah. I danced with them once. That sucked. <laughs> they were That's jacked right. up. You took off your shirt, right? I did, and I committed to taking off my shirt. They asked me to do it while I was eating pad thai at Mystic Lake. <laughs> Actively carbo-loading. Uh, but yeah, Widow's Weekend, I suppose, is what it is. You know, it's interesting about deer hunting season. Uh, isn't it only two weekends this weekend and next weekend? Am I crazy? I thought it was just one weekend. No, a couple. The opener. The opener. Well, is I'm one saying weekend. No, no, I know that, Donna. Deer season. I said. Oh, the I opener, didn't hear of season. course, is one weekend. But like, it's crazy that that people look forward to it. They sell hunting gear and all this, and for some people, it's just one day that you'll oh, do. Oh, I didn't the know whole that. Year. Interesting. I think so. Hang on, I'll look it up. Fine, look him up. Yeah. Look it up. Uh oh, morning dove season uh, wrapping up. By the way, at the end of the week, so I could just t- shoot a morning dove that I see on my deck. Sweet deer no, firearm season it doesn't work that way. <laughs> oh, it's a three weekend thing because okay. it goes from eleven seven to eleven twenty two. Deer firearm season. It's so funny when I'm at the cabin in the morning. I just wake up to the sound of gunshots mm, all over the place, and you fell asleep to the sound of them because you were watching Dateline. <laughs> what a yin yang that is! Oh, oh my boy. gosh! Wow, <laughs> the DNR, by the way, has a nice website, they and they sure show do. you all of the different seasons. Oh, beaver season, Donna! It's wide open, ten twenty four <laughs> to five fifteen. That's a long. That's oh, pretty wow. much like. Hey, if anyone sees a beaver, if you could kill it for us, we'd appreciate it. Yes. There's a mink season here in Minnesota. I don't think you're allowed to shoot things in your yard. No. You could shoot a bobcat. North. This is great. I love Minnesota. Bobcat season is uh, December 19th to January 24th, and it's only north of 94 and Highway 10. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, That's you funny. can shoot a bobcat only if you see it out there. Interesting. Oh. Who knew? Oh, my gosh. We're learning so beaver. much. Raccoon. You could hunt raccoon, red fox, gray fox, badgers, opossums. Hmm. Duck hunting, of course. I just could never shoot an animal. Really? Oh, yeah. Gosh, I've been on this website so many times, and there's all of these classes that they have for women that I want to take to learn how to do all kinds of hunting. I do like to target shoot. Yeah, my wife That's wants fun. to go target shooting. Play is that shooting one of those is fun. Dateline hints that I should be picking up on. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Dateline. <laughs> she suddenly had a new interest. In target shooting. That's funny. Clay shooting is real fun. Yeah, I've never done that. 
I'd like Steve, to do that. you should. That. I bet you would really enjoy it. There's there's places nearby. I think I really would. I did go up to a, a cabin a few years ago, and they own like a back 40, and we shot all kinds of guns, and it kind of just made me uncomfortable. What's that yeah, back but, 40 thing you're saying? The you know, like, the, the, like a back 40. They got, yeah, they got just a bunch of acreage just in the cut. Nothing but trees and wild grasses and an abandoned barn, and it's all theirs, damn it. Oh. The back 40 acres is what it refers to. Okay. So yeah. that just is a general term mm-hmm. for lots of land. Yeah, going yeah. out to the back 40. Yeah. Where did that originate? Probably the south. Little country people. Yeah. You need to <laughs> hang out with more country people, you little city slicker. Yeah, you're just like a, you're a city country girl, aren't you? I'm a city girl, period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no country to me whatsoever. How about other this? Other than if the you... fact that I worked in country radio. Right. If you had to live in the best, I know we have to go. If you had to live in the best property in New York, anywhere in New York, or LA, anywhere in LA, anywhere in like New York City proper, not um, you're not out on the Hamptons, New York or LA, where would you live if you could have New the York. best property there? Yeah, I'd live in New York. Me too. I'm I'm an I'm an East Coast girl. Pizza. I don't know. Something I've never even been to LA. I've been oh, to California, but I've never been to L.A. And I just... Where'd you go? I went to San Diego. Mm. And I went to San Francisco. Thank you. <laughs> How about you, Steve? You know, probably L.A. Because I think you could you could score a, a spot on the on the coast. It's, it's, it's coastal. Yeah. Oh, I see. There's no I allure. do love the Hollywood Hills, too. Hollywood Hills are great. Let's take a road trip. What are we doing here? What? Let's take a road trip. What are we doing here? Right now? (laughs) I mean, we got to wait till the show's over. Okay, we'll wait till the show's over. Our Facebook question, by the way. Steve has kids. That's right. Okay. (laughs) What is your favorite Christmas movie of all time? Isn't that fun? That is fun. I'm I'm down to two. Okay. I'm I'm going to try to narrow it down, too. We'll get to that at 11 o'clock because USA Today put out a list. And you might be surprised at number one. Deep tease, that's at 11. But when we come back, what do you got? Fun fact about Paul Revere. I've been in his house before, which was really thrilling. Oh, he invited in Boston. you over. Yeah. <laughs> Neat. Uh, <but laughs> he did not yell, the British are coming. And he didn't yell, the Redcoats are coming. I'll tell you what he actually is believed to have yelled. It's historical, timely, when we return on Don and Steve on My Talk. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment with Donna and Steve. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson, producer Don McLean. That is us. And here is this. You ever been to Boston? Yes. Now say it with more like enthusiasm. Yeah. Oh, cool. Did you do the uh, tour of uh, Paul Revere's home? No. Oh, you missed out. I was it, at a graduation, so I didn't get to do uh, that Harvard cool Yard. stuff. Yeah, it was really, it was really cool. I, anytime I've gone into, I, I did this at Dwight Eisenhower's house as well when Ike and the missus had us over. I love being inside of a building and thinking that person from history was in here, especially when it goes back as far as Paul Revere, the 1700s. Yeah, that's really cool. Really cool. Really cool. Paul Revere did not yell, the British are coming.
Because the Americans at the time still considered themselves British. Yeah. He more likely used the most common term for British soldiers at the time, the regulars. The regulators. No, no, no. no. <laughs> oh. No, no, no. Okay. Mound up. The, the regulars are coming. The regulars are coming. The regulars. Not the red coats. And not the red coats. Okay. Interesting. The regulars. Who changed that? I don't know. Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> okay. I want to talk to you about letters now. You must be out there in Radio Land thinking, boy, they must have time to burn today. And you're right. E is the most common letter in the English language. But what comes next, Steve? A, R, I, and O. So, if you ever get on Wheel of Fortune, Uh 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 E-A-R-I-O. I thought maybe it would be R-S-T-L-N-E, which is, you know, the bonus letters that they give you during the bonus round. Oh. Here we go. The least common letter in the English language based on use, is the letter Q. Yeah, that makes sense. But what's it followed by? A shocker. Getting the silver medal ahead of Z, ahead of X, ahead of V, U. is the letter J. Oh, yeah. Yeah! Yeah! Jungle, jump, jig. Probably the only three jingle letters. Jangle, jangle. Jangle, Juicy. Ew. Ju- jury. Jehovah. Judge. Oh, January. We're just Juxtaposition. Say. Ninja. No. Okay. There is a J in there. That's <laughs> <laughs> been a long week. You're right. <laughs> Jalapeno. Oh. Jalopy. Is that a J? I guess it is. It's a J. Jealous. Oh. Jerk. Yeah. I can't think of any. Jiggle. Jesuit. Ooh. <laughs> wow. John's going all biblical She's on us. She's getting really, yeah. 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 Religious. Jesus. Jesus. Oh, yeah, there's yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there's Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That just, that's funny. That feels like it like sort of wraps up like American culture toward religion today. Oh yeah, there's Jesus. It reminds me of a great Michael Scott line. Michael Scott from The Office was listing in episode one or two his uh, his uh, idols. Oh. And he went through and said, Abe Lincoln, Bono, Steve Jobs, and um, probably God would be fourth. <laughs> This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs> oh, funny. man. Hey, here's another J word. Jupiter is the oldest planet in the solar system. This, Boy, that's a gas planet, right? Which always, I, I found that out as an adult. Are, are, I, does that mean that there's... I don't even know what that means. No hard surface? Yeah. Huh? Like, we have tons of them. The tons of planets are just gas. Really? Yeah. So, like, you couldn't land on it. No. Mars, you can land on. It's just a bunch of stuff swirling around with rocks and hmm. ice cream. You think you own whatever land you land on. From the animated movie Pocahontas. Oh, well, that's that's well, a that's great pretty. movie, which is basically the Avatar script. Are you ready for me now? Yeah. Never saw it. Oh, Pocahontas really? or Avatar? Both. Oh, D Bone. Do I, I have to see have... Avatar? Yeah, it's fun. It's now, Don. You might say otherwise. Can I? Are you an anti-Avatar? Oh no, I'm not anti. No, okay. I, I actually just saw it like within the last four years. I had never seen it, and Jason mm. and Alexis were like, "You have to see it. It's." Basically, the Pocahontas script. Yeah, uh, it's that. It's also Fern Gully. Uh-huh. It's a it, there's a formula there, a story that's been told before, but visually, really cool. The score is really great. Plus, you may as well see it, Donna, because there's going to be like four more movies coming out mm. starting in 2022. So you want to be on the in. Add it to the list. Yeah, but I still haven't seen like, mm, but two Star Wars movies. And I feel okay about that. Do you have the list out, Donna? Yeah, you want to hear it? Yeah, because I thought maybe we could post it on Facebook today if you'd be up for checking one of these boxes this weekend. Oh, man. Well, let me just... Okay, let's go through the list. I got Truman Show. Great. Inception. Uh-huh. Little Prince. Uh-huh. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Uh-huh. The Fantastic Mr. Fox. Uh-huh. Midnight in Paris. Mm. Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Mm. Miserable. <laughs> Avatar. That's yeah. all I have right now. I'm sure there are many. Should I put Pocahontas on here? No, no, no. You don't have to put Pocahontas. How about Mulan? Mulan? Uh yeah, why don't you wait? That's coming out on Disney Plus in okay. December. For free. Alright, for free. I think I we should wait till the list gets a little longer. Don't okay, you? Okay, sure. Alright, cool. Um, when we come back, I bet you guys are pretty excited about Tenet. Yeah! yeah. Coming to DVD and on demand in December. We'll uh, give you the details on that. Steve has more on that. And we have other entertainment news coming up next on My Talk 1071. And we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. So, Tenet. The, the film that was supposed to, you know, be the big return to movie theaters is heading to home video and on-demand platforms. Woo, woo, woo. This is coming from Deadline, and it's going to be available, according to them, on Blu-ray, DVD, uh, VOD on December 15th. It'll include an hour-long featurette called Looking at the World in a New Way, The Making of Tenet. Nice. So... Wow. Um, do you guys have any idea what this film is about? Wow, oh, that's the great thing about yeah. it. No. I've avoided it. And, Me and I, too. I don't, Why? I don't care nearly as much about spoilers now as I as I used to. But when Chris Nolan comes out with a movie, 
he likes the idea of the less is more. He has his cast say virtually nothing when they do press, so you can't like get anything out of them. And that just makes it more interesting because you go in and you're not sure what you're going to walk out with. Whereas the majority of the time, movies are formulaic. You know how it's going to go. Well, do, is there a trailer for the movie? Oh, yeah. oh there are trailers. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just it's going to be another movie where there's some type of time bending element to it. I yes, believe queen. Uh, is the, either they can slow down time or speed up time, and that is always super interesting to me. Even Robert Pattinson didn't. One of the stars didn't know what was happening in the script until halfway through. Like, he literally said to his co-star something, and then he replied and said, dude, that's what you thought was going on? He goes, oh, it's not? Like, Mm -hmm. even they didn't know what was going on. Wow. Okay, so do you think... I need to see Inception before I see Tenet. No. Because are the films related? No. no. These are totally separate. But you will get a feel for what you're in for, mm-hmm. I think. Okay. Um, who's this, who's John like, David Washington? He is Denzel Washington's son, oh! correct? And he is the one who told Robert Pattinson, hey, dummy, that's not what we're doing here. <laughs> 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 because he's the he's the other big co-star. <laughs> Okay, I think there is a link, you guys. But uh, it's not a sequel or anything. Ooh, don't tell us anything else. Oh, sorry, it's all over the internet. We've been avoiding it. Oh, sorry. What's your problem? (laughs) What's your problem, man? You know, by the way, regarding Tenet, I mean, I just, I've, it's, it got such a raw deal. It's funny, the narrative here on a, like a lot of websites that deal with the movie industry Always talk about Tenet as being this underperforming movie. Oh, it made a, mi- a bunch of money. The, yes, I. it has. You are correct. Um, it made the majority of its money overseas. Chris Nolan was talking to The Hollywood Reporter and saying that studios who fund these big movies and fund the future of what movie the movie industry looks like for us, that movie studios are drawing the wrong conclusions from the Tenet box office it has made almost $350 million worldwide, uh, Chris Nolan says. By the way, I believe it had a budget of about $200 million. So okay. it's very profitable for them. It did better overseas because... Uh, they could see it. <laughs> they could see it. Yes, sure. their theaters sprung back over the summer. Now they're starting to tighten up again over there because mm-hmm. of uh, increased numbers of COVID cases. But... Um, it did $53.8 million here. But when you, I remember we talked about this when the, it originally came out. Whatever that number was, there were only, you know, uh, 1,500 theaters that it was in. And of those, you could only have 40% capacity at a screen. I So I it felt like it was, I just didn't like that the snap reaction for the first movie to say, you know what, we're going to try this and see if this works out there, seemed like it tilted negative when it just netted Warner Brothers $150 million. Yeah. In profit. Mm, yeah. Straight cash, nice. homie. But I bet they were expecting like a billion. But they can't be expecting a billion during a pandemic. Right. They'd well, have to be idiots. The, yeah. But th- that's what's frustrating. That's I don't know why this frustrates me. But what frustrates me is it's as though the tenor of the, the, the response to Tenet at the box office mm-hmm. was... It should be doing better like it's not a pandemic. And I'm thinking, do the math, Come you on, dummies. Come on, people. What are you talking ah! about? It's Whose side are you on, Donna? 
I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, I think so I really think that the expectation obviously came before the pandemic. So that's all people are commenting on. No, they're not. They they commented on this when it came out in September when it fi- it got delayed like two or three times and then when it finally came out and it was the first movie to like dip its toe into the water. I'll go check for everybody and see if it's warm in there. And then they like crushed it. And it was like, just do the math and then prorate the number that it did at the box office so that you understand, oh, and had we been at full capacity and had this been at 4,000 theaters, here's what that number would have likely adjusted to. Right. I understand. It'll be okay, Steve. Do you know that um, the executive (laughs) producer of Uh Twin Cities Live, Christian Unser, rented a theater? To go take his family to that. What? Oh yeah. You can do it. Man, I can. You you can do it. You can rent a private theater at AMC. They have uh, many participating locations here in the Twin Cities. You go on. You pick your location. You pick your date, and then it will show you the movies that it has uh, available for that specific time. So, like, I could rent out a theater tomorrow uh, at Eden Prairie AMC for ninety nine bucks to watch an old movie. Toy Story. What? But wouldn't that blow my kids' minds if I was like... How much is It's only $99? That one is. Newer movies, newer releases. Hey, hey, hey. So they start at $99. (laughs) They start at $99. That's so cool, though. Seriously, thanks for the uh, idea. Well, and I'll tell you this. So brand new movies are $249. You can Uh bring in up to 20 people. Um, And then Christian Unser, who saw Tenet uh, at whatever AMC theater... It was $150 because it wasn't new. It had been out for a couple months. That's nothing. But it wasn't classic. It's I know. And it's like, think about what you spend when you go out on a date. You go and you get dinner and you do all this. I think, and for the experience, I'm going to surprise my kids with it. I'm going to do it at some no, point. No, that's, that's a, great, a idea. great idea. I should just do it tomorrow. Just, just do say, it, Steve. Tomorrow. Then we'll have something to talk about on Monday. <laughs> oh, does that mean I can write it off if we talk about it? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe talk to your account. Well, you know, here's what I was thinking though. I was like, oh, my sister's out of town. She's normally who we would have watch Dev. Yeah. Guess what? I could bring Dev. Yeah. He can make all the noise he wants he to. He can roll around on the floor. Oh, he yeah. can run around back and forth. I should do it. Yeah. Yeah. I I can't believe we don't talk about this more. Like they should be advertising this. Well, we're doing it for him for yeah, right? right now. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> What's up? I'm Steve for AMC Theaters. I'm just trying to get an endorsement out of this. Is that yeah. illegal? I, don't know. I think so. It is the uh, the Eden Prairie one too. They about Southdale, Rosedale. How can you find this? The AMC website. You go to amctheaters.com. Mm-hmm. Or if you just Google how much does it cost to rent a movie theater, just Goog, all the links. Give come it up. a goog. Give it the give it a goog. The googies. Goog it hard. <laughs> googies. Goog it like you've never googed before. Speaking of doing weird stuff, Donna, did you hear passing notes today? I heard an old one with uh, two old ones with Bradley. Um, no, yours that debuted. Uh-huh. No, yeah. I did not hear. Oh, it. you didn't. Oh, well, we listen to it? In all, yeah, we should. Maybe we should listen to it next. Oh, oh no. really? Kept in all your outtakes. What? No, oh no! Oh, we need to hear this. No, it's I've been in a recording room with Donna before. She is a pro. She's a legend in the Twin Cities. Oh, that's what he says at the beginning. Professional Donna Valentine. <laughs> But when she has to record something, she's Cute. her own worst critic, and we'll be like, "Ah, oh, let me do it again." Oh let me do it no! Again. 
All right. Oh, this will be fun. <laughs> Should we do that? And if you see something, say something. Sure, it's only three minutes long. So. Okay, right. that will be super fun. I'm pumped. Can I tell you guys about a cute story that I came across and people... Do you know who Patrick Duffy is? Yeah, of course. He was in Dallas, right? He played um, Bobby Bobby Ewing. Yes. For for my generation, he was in Step by Step. Yeah. He played Frank. Oh, right. That's right. right. There you go. So there's just this really (laughs) sweet story. He was married for 48 years to his wife, and they were Mm. always together. They were inseparable. And... They, um, she ended up passing away. Well, this is a sad story. No, it's not. It's not. It's a nice story. Um, so listen to this, this super cute. So years ago, he was friends with, I don't know who she played on Happy Days, but Linda Pearl. Does that name ring a bell to you, Dawn? Hmm. She's an actress. P-U-R-L, Linda Pearl. Oh, no. Uh -uh. Okay. So somehow during the pandemic, they found themselves. So they were friends back in the day uh, and they lost touch over time. And then during the pandemic, um, they happened to be on this group text chain with other friends. And as the weeks passed, eventually the conversation dwindled down to just the two of them texting. And at that point, um, they started probably flirting and feeling a chemistry He loaded up his car, drove 20 hours to her house, ended up on her doorstep to see if that was, quote unquote, real. And they haven't been apart since. And so now they're dating. They're an item. And he says when it comes to his connection with her, he knows that his wife, who passed away, would want him to find joy. So now he's got this amazing relationship at the age of 71. Okay. With this woman, and I just kind of, I just love a good love story. Mm. And I wanted to share it with you. Thank you, Donna. You're welcome, guys. No, thank you. No, and I you. (laughs) Thank you, Donna. (laughs) This could go on forever. Should Mm. we tell people about Listener Rewards since it is November? What's the big $1,000 one that we're giving away this month? Thank you for asking. That's a great question. It's uh, Little Blind Spot Window Warm-Up, $1,000. Wow. There's also $200 gift cards to Lunds and Byerly's. There's gift cards for Ikea, for Crisp and Green. There's Punch Pizza, all sorts of stuff. You really need to go and get registered because you got nothing to lose and who doesn't like free stuff, right? For real. So register to win. And the way you do that is by downloading our app and doing it there or by going to mytalk1071.com, okay? Awesome. All right. We do and do and do for you kids. No, you do for us too. All right. Uh, when we come back, we'll sample that passing note. <laughs> I guess that's like coming it. up next on my talk. Good morning. Welcome back. You are listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk. 1071. Everything entertainment. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Oh, boy. All right. So passing notes this morning, um, you played the role of my friend Sarah, who lived next door to Brad Pitt. Oh. She was the friend that lived next door to the Pitt family. And for She those, really did? Yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah. They're both from the same. Yeah, she was hometown. my best friend in high school, uh, wow. and then now she is a park ranger in um, 
New Mexico. Neat. And she hunts elk with a bow. Whoa. Wow. It's really weird because she's very girly and before and like was a cheerleader with me anyway. Wow. Anyway, so passing notes for those who may not be familiar is um is kind of a an audio reenactment of notes that you passed when you were a kid in high school, grade school. Yeah, these are real notes that I saved because I saved Amazing. every note that anybody ever gave me from fifth grade on. That's these aren't awesome. like I didn't write these. These are real. Rocco takes them. I just hands uh, hand him the notes. A lot of times he has to like text me saying, what does this say? <laughs> you know, like, I don't understand what this means. Do you have any insight? So uh, you recorded one this week for <laughs> Yesterday, me. Yeah. Uh, now, these are the bottom of the barrel. And he talks about how we're almost coming to an end. We've been doing it for two years. And he wow. chose all the really good ones first. So not a lot to work with, but he does some great things in this one. You want to hear it? Not I really. Do. Here we go. Are you passing a note? She passes me notes in class all the time. Do you want to pass me a note and have me circle a yes or no? This is Passing Notes on Jason and Alexis. Old high school notes that producer Don found read aloud by the MyTalk players. It was sweet. We held hands and passed notes. And you are to read that letter in front of my class. Read it out loud. Don's friend Sarah's back and... Like I've been saying for a few weeks now, the quality of the remaining notes in Don's collection keeps getting less and less interesting. You know, we've been doing a note a week since the summer of 2018. And although I'm saving one epic one for the finale at the end of the year, the rest of the ones we have left don't have a ton going on in them. So, as you might have been noticing, I've been coming up with ways to try to make them more compelling. I thought today it might be nice to give you a little peek behind the curtain to see what goes on into the making of a passing note and to show you how a real radio professional like Donna Valentine approaches her craft. So here it is, unedited, the raw recording session of radio's Donna Valentine as Dawn's friend Sarah. Go ahead, Donna. I'm rolling. Yes. I said a ding, 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 a So, how's your day? Even though it practically has just started. I wonder who called your name in. Anyway, Saturday my mom is going to bring my dress to your house. Because we can't get it till 3 o'clock. Okay? Okay? (laughs) I'm just taking my own liberties today. Okay, it gets kind of boring here again. Sorry. <laughs> I'm coming over after gymnastics, right? Gymnastics? That gives me an idea. <laughs> I found a video from Sarah's 1989 gymnastics meet, camcorded by, that's right, Ginny from Chicago. <laughs> well, now stack handspring. Scissors leap. Front tuck. Aerial cartwheel. Nine point eight, says the judge from Chicago. Okay, that's about it. 
and wrap it up, Donna. So, I don't really remember how to get to your house. So, if you could refresh my memory, that would be most appreciated. <laughs> Smiley face. Don't forget to tell me what you want. Heart ya, Sarah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, oh a dang. 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 Oh my gosh. He is so funny. Now, Steve, are you familiar with Ginny from Chicago? Yes. Oh my God. Colleen is so funny. And the song. Are you familiar with the song? I don't think so. Oh, oh, Dawn, I'll do you think we find can it. find yeah, that? Yeah, it's in the system somewhere. Let me find it. All right, well, Dawn is looking for that. <laughs> yeah. um, I saw something, and I want to say something. Oh, no. What did you see? I hate Gmail. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I hate it. Whoa. It sucks. It sucks. Wait a second. Why? What's going on? I just, I you? don't like that when you, when there's more than one correspondence, like, it just gets all jacked up. You know, like... The you can't see all the back and forth, it collapses, and then you're like, Wait, what? Where is it? Like, just things get lost. Anybody else? Can I get a witness? You know, I get you. I'll I'll say that about Outlook Microsoft Outlook sucks, is not good. Uh, it really struggles on the phone. It is just there's got to be a better way for it to be organized, especially with a thread message that people are replying to and replying to and replying to, that gets out of whack really fast. Yeah, like it's just like I can't find the original whatever that I need for reference, you know? And then it's like, can you resend it to me? Because I don't know how this thing works. Can we just simplify everything? Yeah. Like, don't do stuff for us. Let us take care of us and create folders and things like that. We don't need you screwing around with our crap right <laughs> thank you oh did you find it Don? i didn't i'm texting rocco there's so many he has a interesting <laughs> way of labeling things in the system right like his own code right which isn't really easy for the rest of us to find stuff there you go let's throw that complain. into see something say something yeah i like, see that rocco labels things weird like i feel like for your show <laughs> everything should be labeled j a dash yes j a dash on you know uh passing notes yeah keep it the same j a dash passing notes and then Whatever it's about. Yes. Um, since that was, if you hear something, say something. <laughs> I, I'm hearing something. Um, I'm getting a boom, boom, boom. In your ear? Someone is testing something. Oh, in for the my love. Ear. Um, I wish okay. we could hear it too. See if you can hear it. Hang on. It would make for a better story. Yeah, I know. I don't want to cause feedback. Oh, it keeps coming. Okay, hang on. Oh, Dawn has a problem with Twitter. I want to cover that too. Okay. Here we go. Okay. All right, ready. Go. I took it out. Yep. What's up with that? Okay, now see. Let me see if it stops. Is it still happening? I don't know. All right, just hang. Nope, still going. Still going. Okay. Now is it stopped? Is it stopped now? I love that. We're just doing this like live on the air. Hang on. A little peek behind the curtain here. Yeah. Ding dang dig a little. Ding ding dig a little. The only thing we were talking about before was how to label sound files on our internal <laughs> oh, computers. Right. Just, just in general, like let's just all be on the same page. I, okay? You and I are so cut from the same cloth. 
I just want to be organized. I want old, all the birthday pranks to say an old door. birthday, birthday prank. pranks dash. Oh, but also, there's from other stations in our building pranks. So it's like uh. what? Oh. I need a Crisco, Ryan, and Des right. prank right now. <laughs> no. Remember the the old adage: if you see anyone from KS ninety five in the hall, <laughs> shove them and run. <laughs> shove them into the lockers. We have yeah. like a whole section of lockers we over do. here. Yeah, we'll take that Ryan out. Um, hey, when we come back, Steve, I got a new song for you from Dan and Shay. Your oh, buddies, I love Dan and, Shay. and it's a Christmas one. Wow. And your favorite band may be getting back together. So much to discuss coming up next.